1: My all
0: right everybody there we are that was jeff pitchell's fat cigar you were listening to and that means it's time for not just blowing smoke coming at you live from twin smoke shop studio headquarters in hooksit new hampshire where we're building an arc. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul and Dave. Nick is off tonight. He'll be back with us next week. And we are continuing celebrating 724 month, and we are starting off by smoking the new Churchill size of the 724 Factory 57 cigar. It is a, a Nicaraguan wrapper from Jalapa. Mm. Jalapa. 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 Costa Rican Jalapa. binder. Colombian, Honduran, and Nicaraguan filler. It is a classic Churchill 7 by 48, a little bit thinner than what you see these days, which is what we expect from Kurt. Mm hmm. The Something man, different. The man himself is not thin, but he likes his cigars <laughs> thin. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's he's at the show. It's a good so thing he's in Las Vegas right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, Tequila Talia is here with us tonight. Yes. She Woo-hoo! couldn't make it last week, but she's here tonight, and that's what counts. Yeah, baby. It's good to see you.
2: Good to see you, too. Thanks for with us. I was bummed about missing last week. I was
0: bummed about it too. Where the know. heck were you?
2: I was in uh a Maine Agunquit. for a gunkwit. A One of my Agunquit. Agunquit. What am I, uh <laughs> a gunk. <laughs> One of my day trips on my vacation. Mm. Taking the boat around the Noble Lighthouse, which is actually really
0: cool. Oh, that is a fun trip. I've mm-hmm. done that before. Um I tell you though, that Monkey forty seven mm. is awesome. It's and incredible, I was so right? But he dropped yes. it off for us before he left. Shut up, That dude. was really good. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> That's right. Nobody. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's good. easily
2: my favorite gin of all time. So I was really yep. bummed, and especially hearing how well the pairing went, especially with the pipe tobacco.
0: Yeah, wow. Very, they were both very fantastic. bummed I missed it. They were both fantastic pairings, but the pipe tobacco just
2: kind of took the cake.
3: It was sublime.
2: Mm, sublime. 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 Yes. Well, I tried the cigar with it when I came to test you on it to make sure you liked it for your pairing, so... I do like, I liked the cigar. I thought it actually um, brought out a lot of the floral notes in the gin with the cigar. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to have to just try it with the pipe tobacco later. We can make that happen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. So before we talk about the, um, what we're drinking tonight and the pairing and everything, can we get some first impressions of just the cigar? What What are you picking up on this thing, Paul?
3: Oh, some nice cocoa notes, mm-hmm. uh, nice earth nice black pepper too mm. uh i think there's a lot of black pepper initially right pepper. Of, uh, re- peppered peppered is that what you said dave Peppered, pepper. <laughs> pepper uh so dark cocoa earth pepper uh nice rich spice on the retro hail creamy smooth too um just just a great combination of different flavors here um it is a five country blend by the way so we should yeah. be picking up some some different flavors out of this wonderful <laughs> cigar
0: <laughs> Woo. Yes, it's multi multicultural mm. <laughs> multicultural experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dave, what about you? What do you think of the cigar hand?
4: Smooth cocoa, um, a little pepper. Yep, and it's got this subtle sweetness that rules through it. Yeah, that's the true. The retrohale is creamy and intoxicating.
0: I love it. The retrohale is creamy mm. Mm. with a
3: little that, spice. But... Oh, spicy! It's, it's spicy, like it's spicy. spicy man. There's some spicy.
0: I don't get creamy. I get. One, oh. There is a
4: creamy finish
0: to it, though. Yeah.
4: Okay. Creamy finish, spicy retro Okay.
0: You do yeah. know the difference between your your nose and your tongue, right? <laughs> well, no.
4: To me, you know, it's, I'm getting. You don't? Yes, I do. <laughs> but to me, the, the retro ale is.
1: He's kind easily of, confused.
4: It's creamy and it's got some spice to it. I think it's both. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say.
0: That's that. My it, nose isn't your nose, and no, that's okay. it is not, and that is very okay. Thank you. Talia, what do you what do you think of the cigar here?
2: <laughs> hey, it's sweet and spicy. What's not to like?
0: No, yeah, I, absolutely. Exactly. And Amen. You have brought mm. Jameson Black Barrel mm-hmm. to pair oh. with our tobaccos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to tell over. us a little bit about the uh... that bottle over a little. So tokens in the. Oh yeah,
2: is it in, in there? there? Yet?
0: Yeah. To the right. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Do you want to talk a little bit about the Black Barrel and how it's different from the uh, average Jameson?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Jameson traditionally is a blend. So it's a blend between column stills and pot stills. So a column still grain whiskey and a pot still whiskey from barley, malted and unmalted. So we kind of talked about that before. Right. Um, Where the unmalted gets it like really spicy. Spicy. So what they'll do is they'll age it in bourbon barrels and sherry casks, Mm. Spanish sherry. So the original Jameson, spicy, kind of fruity, fairly smooth. Mm -hmm. Well, with the black barrel, what they're doing is they're taking that column still grain whiskey and they're aging it separately in double charred bourbon barrels.
0: Now, what does double charred mean? So burn the barrel twice? twice? Yeah, Mm. that's
2: exactly what it means. So they burn the barrel twice yes Let's um, burn it again so what the um, <laughs> yes exactly really the coopers call it bringing the barrel back to life
0: okay so by burning it
2: yeah okay exactly so the coopers <laughs> are you know the builders of the casks and the barrels that whiskey's aged in and if you see the inside of a charred bourbon barrel it's got that, what they call like the alligator skin. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of like cracks and grooves and all these things for the whiskey to get closer to the wood.
0: Now, is that put into the barrel like on the wood or do they burn that alligator stuff?
2: Yeah, they, they create a fire inside of the barrel. How which do you do that creating... without blowing it up? Um, skill? <laughs> skill.
4: Skill. Skill.
2: Skill. So, they actually build a fire within the barrel so that they're at, they're charring the, the inside. Thing. So, mm-hmm. that's caramelizing the wood even more. Mm-hmm. Having those crevices where the whiskey can access the wood more. So, the more liquid is touching wood, the right. better aging, the faster aging, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the caramelization is getting those butterscotch, kind mm-hmm. of vanilla, the sweeter tones. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not that, like, kind of fruity sweetness that the base Jameson has as much. Mm. It's more of the, like, creamy butterscotch vanilla sweetness of a bourbon. So it's what I call the Irish drinker's bourbon. So it's a very okay. good transition for people who maybe they're only bourbon drinkers and they want to try Irish whiskey or, you know, they only drink Irish and they want to transition to a bourbon. It's kind of that middle piece.
0: Yeah, I get you whenever i whenever you hear about a process like this the first thing i typically think of is who was the person who thought i wonder what this would taste like if i put it into a burned barrel My guess i bet you it that would probably by I, mistake I, get you, I bet you that would be good <laughs> yep you know like where did that idea come from it's just it's it's bizarre but the processes
2: mm-hmm.
0: it really does um make an impact on the.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, the differences between the Black Barrel and Jameson original are oh, pretty vast. They're vast. I mean, even the coloring mm-hmm. is so much darker and, like, more amber mm-hmm. than that, like, amber. yellowy orange of a, of a base Jameson.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So let me ask you something. How, In your experience with different spirits, how, much, how many times would they char a barrel before they'd say, okay, this has had enough, let's get a new one? Is it like three, four, or is it just you, two? Or? You
2: mean like how many? So
3: You says it's, it's double charred. Yeah, they, so, so they char it twice. Right. So is there is there a third time they would charred? Is there a fourth time? Not necessarily I, with this one, but it's just saying not
2: that sp- I've seen
3: spirits in general.
2: Right. Not that I've seen, because I mean, at a certain point, you are gonna burn right through the wood. You know, the staves. Yeah. Okay. Aren't so that, they they know they know where
3: when's enough's enough because mm-hmm.
2: okay. because the the staves of the barrel aren't terribly thick. Right. Yeah. So like. The first char is gonna get just a little bit of crackling. That second char is gonna get the really deep grooves. Okay. So I haven't seen. I mean, maybe there's a whiskey out there that I don't know about that has a third. But mm. I would be surprised. I highly you doubt would, that. You yeah. would expect <laughs> it to go right through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do, they, do they? Do they? Do they like
4: after they charge? Do they like clean out some of the ash? Or they just leave all that in? You know, all the carbon.
2: Actually, that's a really interesting question. I never even thought about that. I really didn't. I assume they just blow out the ash, so you're not yeah. getting ash within. Well, the, I mean, it's just like the you're, liquid you're filtered
0: out too. Right, yeah. but it's not right. like a
2: water bath or anything like that, because mm-hmm. you still want to get that smokiness right. as well. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what do we think of the pairing? Oh, now that we've talked about the cigar and the drink.
3: So, it is the the black barrel is making the cigar a little sweeter, mm-hmm. it's getting a little smoother. bit more earthy. It's definitely smoother. A little sweeter, a little more earth tones, however, it is Perfect. also smoothing out the black barrel too a cigar is smoothing out the black barrel mm. I think it's it's very similar to what happened last week yeah, where in, in the pipe tobacco where it was working both the the, the pipe tobacco was becoming a lot of uh, it was changing in terms of tones and it was uh the and the sweetness of the tobacco was being enhanced by the by the uh muggy 47 so it's very similar today too
0: what do you think talia how is how is the cigar affecting your enjoyment of your black barrel
2: yeah it's actually giving it more of that um like oily buttery finish that we liked Mm. from the higher proof bourbons that i had brought in Mm -hmm. so i find it to be a lot more like it stays on your tongue more yeah but it mellows out yeah it Mm -hmm. mellows it's mellowing out the pepperiness of the cigar and Mm -hmm. also like the smokiness of the Black barrel for me,
0: Dave. Yeah,
4: I concur. Oh, the uh, it's definitely bringing out more of the sweetness of the cigar, mm-hmm. and likewise the uh, it's definitely adding more of that you know buttery, oily finish that uh, we got from the. Um...
3: Basically, what Taylor just
4: said. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Paul. I figured I'd get it before Dan told you. <laughs>
3: Well, I can
0: I concur with everybody. <laughs> um you know, wow. <laughs> dark coffee, cocoa, earth, a gentle black pepper in the finish of the cigar. Pepper. The the um black barrel is certainly making the cigar a little bit sweeter, which is really nice. Yes. Um with all that Uh, those dark, rich flavors, that extra sweetness, I think Mm -hmm. makes a cigar more enjoyable. And it is making the finish of the drink last longer, which is really nice, too. Very, very good. Now, this brings up something I wanted to talk about, especially with you, Talia. And that was, you know, here we have a cigar that has nice, dark, rich, earthy, cocoa, chocolate kind of notes, Uh, the pipe tobacco we're going to be doing in the second half of the show also has those you know similar profile what are the kinds of things if you're if you're smoking something like that what are the kinds of scotches or bourbons or or spirits out there that would go well with that kind of a flavor profile
2: well for bourbons definitely a more oaky vanilla focused bourbon so Mm. the ones that you know, really have uniqueness to them, really focus on barrel aging. So, like your Jeffersons and your rabbit holes. Yep, I'm name dropping. Um, so that, None of which you represent. Of course not. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I'm totally neutral. <laughs> but any sort of like really nice, like oak forward, I think, mm-hmm. bourbons. Um, okay. Name dropping some more as far as Jameson goes. There's actually two other Jamesons that go really well with chocolatey flavors so the cold brew and the stout so Mm. any kind of whiskey in general that's experimenting with you know coffee notes or the stout coffee like the stout beer like barrels and things Mm -hmm. like that because they are having those you know coffee more rich tones to them um also rum Mm. rum for sure i think a spiced rum would go really well with this yep i agree Uh, or any kind of like those tropical kind of banana fruity scotches that you have um definitely rum and then even aged tequilas if you're getting like a really high-end really long aged tequila that oh, cool. has those oak, like, oh, let me think. um Like, Amium like 44, maybe. <laughs> but even, like, the Don Julio 1942. And mm. uh, there's a, actually, I think, um there's another really high extra añejo tequila that one of these stars has put out. And it, his name escapes me now because there's so many of them. It's mm. like Michael Jordan or somebody. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I tasted that, and it was pretty good. And I think, so any of those extra aged... Tequilas. tequilas. so they're like oaky, vanilla-y. They have those classic bourbon tones to it, but mm-hmm. like I wouldn't do a silver tequila with this.
0: Mm. Uh, Paul, do you have anything to add to that? You're you're like a bourbon master.
3: I, I am a bourbon master, but I'm actually going to take myself and us out of our comfort zone right now. Oh, but I won't. It's not too far out because we've had this before about a year ago, and, gin. It, was, and it was gin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the uh, no. It is a rum mm-hmm. and uh, specifically the Pompero Anniversario that mm. we had with the uh, Padron because that has a little bit of a chocolate cocoa yeah. flavor and this cigar also has a nice cocoa flavor too and I think a, uh, that type of rum which has a cocoa chocolate flavor, uh, which is the only one I've ever had uh, that has that type of flavor, would go well with this too. It would probably enhance some of the earthy cocoa tones. I would agree with yep, that. Yeah. Yep. Uh but normally would uh, other than that it would be I'd, I'd say something smooth like a like a nice smooth scotch with like I think would go very very well with this. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe a, a lower APV bourbon, nothing too harsh. Not, not not harsh, nothing too high like a like a like a barrel proof or anything. I think it, you want to keep something that's going to be able to complement this cigar. So maybe like a um the old tub would go well with this, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Name dropping. I could see that. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I very think those good. But I, th- I literally I literally think the pimp. pimp sorry, the pimp. Pompe- pompero. pompero Aniversario <laughs> would go very, very well the with this pompe- cigar. The Pompeii.
0: No, Pompero. Pompero. Parquet. Parquet. Mm. Now, uh, for those of you who, you know, haven't been seeing the latest episodes, you know, 1720... Uh, uh, yeah, 724 is a uh, long-time... Uh, brand it's been was founded in 1874. um it ended with the cuban embargo back in, in 1963. kurt brought it back in 2006 43 years after the factory closed its doors for the last time and this year 2021 is of course the 15th anniversary of kurt's version of the brand uh the factory 57 blend was introduced back in 2014 and the name is an homage to the u.s government's designation of the original blends factory tax number 57 i.e it was the 57th licensed cigar factory in the united states that's where the factory 57 comes from um now you know we're right in the middle of summer now so some summer questions for us to to talk about to make some uh, discussion here Mm -hmm. first off and uh, this this was paul's idea which i think is a great question here does summer change what you smoke in other words do you tend to go lighter cigars shorter cigars longer cigars in the summer does what you smoke in the summer differ from what you smoke in the wintertime or in the fall or when it gets cooler.
3: Do you want Mm. want me to start?
0: Yeah, you might as well because, you know, Dave's still thinking.
3: Yes. So normally in the summertime, I tend to smoke a little bit more. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, And I will, because it's going to be, I'm going to be spending a lot more time outside because it's going to be hotter out except for this week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But in general, yes, I'm going to be in the sun. I'm going to be outside a lot more. I'm going to want to maybe just tone down. What I normally would smoke i usually would do maybe more medium full to full body cigars mm-hmm. uh in other parts of the year but if i'm gonna be out there smoking a little bit more I'm gonna to wanna to maybe do something maybe medium ish you know so I think if I'm gonna have a couple of cigars in the during the daytime I'm wanna keep them kind of light you know medium um but the length or the or the the size it doesn't matter i'm I'm gonna yeah you're the same I, all, I, d- the I, it doesn't matter if it's wintertime springtime summer fall <laughs> I'm gonna do a toro Gordo it doesn't matter
0: yeah so you're 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 the two two and a half hour smoke medium to full all the time,
3: yes, maybe summertime maybe a little bit less than the medium full I'll, I'll save that for the nighttime smoke, mm-hmm. but during the day, maybe medium at best
0: well, what what would you smoke during the day
3: like specifically
0: yeah like, what's medium at best smokes that Paul Wait, smokes? Like, I'd
3: say Chata Oaks. Chata Oak uh, Broadleafs would be one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 724, the Torpedoes, uh, mm-hmm. the original line Torpedoes, or uh, um, Aladinos. Oh, The, the, the Aladinos. Aladinos. Those Aladinos, those are great medium smokes. Yep. Uh, the Maduros, I love the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Maduro Toros. Or the Elegantes are, are excellent. Elegantes, yeah. Uh, cigar privé. If yeah, you get that one. Well, that's all year for you. Cigar well, yeah. purvey. Yeah. all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm be trying like to a, switch it up, but everyone, like a you still get with you. you still get pulled back in.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you? What about you, Dave? Um.
4: No, nothing changes. Nothing, nothing changes. changes for you. No, nothing changes. I I just I enjoy the tobacco of all kinds all the time. Yep.
3: Do you smoke more during the summer or? or... It doesn't matter. Doesn't it's same. Matter. same. It's, it's, it's the same. still the same no matter what.
4: Yep. It's still the same. What is, I mean, what the, the only case? exception would be the holidays where, like, Thanksgiving and, like, Christmas, I'll probably have something sweeter, like an acid or a sweet Jane or something like that. But that's it. To treat yourself?
3: Smoky dessert? You
4: know, just, yeah, like a smoky dessert. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, if I'm treating myself, I'm going to have, like, a Placencia almofuerte. Generation. Yeah. Generation generation
0: generation mm-hmm. mm. tell you I don't know what you what your smoking habits are like I yeah know you, so I know you 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 do and and I know you had cigars at your wedding and all that mm-hmm. stuff but uh you know what tell us a little bit about you and what you do when you're not here
2: well so I of course smoking. don't Smoke as uh, <laughs> much as you gents, well, cigars at least, and Few uh, do. you people. know. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I do smoke smoke more in the summer mm. because we have more cookouts. My uncles always bring something. Um, but I do like like smaller cigars in the summer because I'm always bouncing around. and We mm-hmm. pretty much always smoke outside, so weather's nicer. Smoking outside, I'm always kind of like in and out, bouncing around in the summertime. Like mm. it's hard for me to stay stationary yeah yeah um so smaller cigars sweeter cigars but i do smoke more often in the summer
0: now would would you say let you know let's say you know a weekend or whatever you're not when you're not working Mm -hmm. um would you tend to smoke more at night or is any time during the day some sometime when you might have a cigar
2: uh, summertime, probably like later in the day, like dusk, mm-hmm. you know, like out on the deck, grilling dinner. Mm. Um, wintertime, I do like larger cigars that last longer because I'd like to smoke outside in like snowy woods walks Ooh. Mm. in the in the wintertime. So I like them to last for the walk, right. You know, have a little flask of whiskey. Have a nice cigar that's gonna last me, you know, for, for the, the walk back. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so that'll be that would be more daytime, but summertime, yeah, more like evening grilling is the best time. Now, is
0: that you too, Paul? Is, are you more of an evening guy in the summer? Yes. Or oh is yes. It like all day, every day. No, I'm it's... upright.
2: I'm having a cigar.
0: <laughs> well, yes.
3: I mean, you know, if you while you're working. If I well, okay. That my my normal day would be if I'm getting up in the morning around 5:30 or so,
0: take palpitations. The only thing I'm looking at at 5:30 in the morning is the back of my eyelids. <laughs>
3: Get my dog outside. I I'll go for a little walk with him. I'll grab a cigar and I'll do our morning walk. And that's going to probably end up being something mild or mild to medium. Somewhere and four in that range. and a half
0: hours for that 10-mile walk no, you take the dog No, around.
3: it's probably no more than a mile walk. And then, <laughs> then when he's done, I'll sit in the back, I'll stand in the back porch and just finish it there with a cup of coffee. Mm. Black, of course. Black. <laughs> of course, it has to be black. Black coffee, Dave, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Back and then, but, but, But night, <laughs> but you know, during the day, if I'm not working, I'll do, you know, obviously my things around the house or, or whatever, but. I'll have a one or two during the day and then mm-hmm. at nighttime, you know, when, when Nicole's done with work, sometimes we get on the back porch after dinner and we'll have a cigar and a drink and that's when I'm gonna have my more of my fuller body cigar.
0: Now, is Nicole still working from home? She's always she working from home, she's yeah. Always
3: she's always she's home. a she's a remote worker. Yes. Yes, lucky her. That's awesome. Nothing's changed.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, nothing's changed for us either. That's right. Bye, honey. <laughs> I'll see you in twelve hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Um Now, here's another question. Does does, does summer change what you like to pair with your cigar or what you like to drink with your cigar Mm -hmm. in the summertime? Or do you drink the same stuff year round? (laughs) Only when I'm on the show. (laughs) Otherwise, it's Sam Summer. No, no. Dockpile it all summer long so I can drink it all winter long. (laughs) Sam Summer. No, actually, you know,
4: the the most amount of alcohol in my house right now is bourbon. So there is no beer at all. all.
3: For you to say that, Dave, is just unbelievable. I know, right? uh, Okay. I can't go down that road again with you because, I mean, when we first did this thing what two years ago, (gasps) it was was Sam summer summer all year, and now you say you have no beer in the house and all bourbon? It's all bourbon. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's no. incredible. Imagine if you, if you give yourself a few more chances with the gin.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Come oh, on, baby. man. Come on. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Come on. I into a Sprite. <laughs> and I get a gin. There you oh.
0: go. Uh, <laughs> Rod uh, says, I smoke about the same, but a bigger size in the summer. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, too cold for a Toro most winter nights. On weekends in the summer, I might smoke an extra cigar.
3: Well, Rob, when you have 12 feet of snow on either side of you during the winter <laughs> yeah. time, I completely see your point
0: of
4: yeah. view. Yep. You know, and yep. you can carve That's like funny, your drink handles into your. For your...
0: <laughs> and uh, John says I smoke the same, just more in the summer being outdoors. Yes. So the same stuff, but more often in the summer being outdoors. And there's nothing like smoking outside. Nope.
1: It's great. I love the best a, place.
0: Uh, uh mm-hmm. my three season porch, you know, it's all screened in. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's a great place to have a cigar. Yep. Or a pipe or something. I love that. Love doing it on the walk. Keeps the bugs away. Yeah. Well even that in was the winter the... when you got that
4: fireplace going, man, that's freaking
0: nice. Well that you know, that's true.
2: Mm-hmm. That was one of the first dates that the hubby and I had. I was taking Aww. a walk through the snow with a. Couple of last of Jameson Black in. Barrel and some cigars. Nice. Nothing like that. Is
0: that when you knew? I don't know, man. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a long time ago. Or is
0: that, or is that just the first test? Yeah. yeah. If you, you can't do you this. You drink whiskey, you're gone. smoke cigars, and walk with the snow? All right.
2: <laughs> we can go forward. Yes, you can have a second date. <laughs>
0: Oh, my goodness. All right. Are we ready for a little uh, cigar confessions? Mm-hmm. Mm, we are ready. Well, okay. Cigar, cigar, cigar. cigar confessions. All right. Uh, here, my confession today is, you know, we have a couple of dogs at the house. Oh. And uh, my, uh, one of my daughters, you know, has, and I've talked about it on the show before, some emotional issues, and she's on the autistic scale. She's got something called POTS. And I won't go into what all that means, but she's... A service dog psychiatric kind of service dog and um, we've had one who you know echo who's been with us for several years great dog a uh, golden retriever and um, but much to my chagrin he's turning out to be very anxious so It's like, not only do my kids have emotional problems, so do my dogs. How does that freaking happen? (laughs) This is so wrong. Instead of helping my daughter with the anxiety, the dog gets anxious being around my anxious daughter. So we have another dog that we're training to to do service work. And and this dog looks great, but it looks like it's not going to grow big enough to be, anyway, whatever. But, so urza this this little dog was kind of a mix i don't even remember what the mix is and that's neither here nor there i guess but um much more than echo she's kind of a chewer and she loves shredding stuff you know so shredder paper paper bags you know uh, uh, cardboard you know give it to her and she's like seven months old so she's teething like you told me earlier paul it's probably true and, um, but the, in the last couple of weeks, I've experienced something I haven't had before. I, I like to lay my stuff out the night before, um, what I need to bring to work as far as cigars or pipes or things go. And then I get it all packed into my bag and, and, and go the next morning. And one day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I came home and in my office there's this huge pile of pipe cleaners on the floor. The pipe cleaners seemed to be just fine. They weren't bent. They weren't in any, you know, messed up themselves. But the bag that they had been in was completely obliterated. It was like a million pieces of little plastic stuff all over the floor. I'm like, what the heck happened here? How did she get... And then this morning... I went looking for my bag of cigars that I was going to bring with me to, to smoke during the day, and they weren't there. They were gone. And I went into the living room uh, where the door to our uh, basement is. I wanted to take a peek into the basement, you know, because it's, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, been raining a lot, and I might need to be building an ark. And I wanted to make sure that my basement was still dry. We have a sub pump down there. I wanted to make sure it was working. And on my way to where the door was, there are my cigars. They're all on the floor. Now, I look at them, and there's no teeth marks. There's nothing but the bag. I can see the bag. It's in a million pieces all over the rug. I'm like, what the? That dog got into the study, dragged off my bag of cigars, got rid of the cigars because all she wanted was the plastic bag. And left the cigars there. And so I pick them all up, and I like this is freaking ridiculous. But here's here's my thing. You know, I, I'm no longer going to leave my stuff out, because evidently this dog, you know, is going to, you know, even if they're up on a shelf, oh, it's a plastic bag. She wants a plastic bag. Forget the dozen or so toys that we have for her that are, like, right there in front of her face on the ground. She wants a plastic bag. So now I'm going to have to start keeping my stuff in the cabinet, in the humidor, just completely locked away.
3: On top of the refrigerator. On top of the
0: refrigerator. Mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> does anyone, are like little kids, man. Does, any, has, does anyone else out there have issues with their pets mm. getting into their cigar or pipe or smoking stuff? I want to know.
3: Uh, no, because, well, first no. of all, okay, first no. of all, we've got two elderly. I'm the only one. You, well, maybe because.
1: Mm-mm. Go ahead, Paul. I got two elderly cats,
3: <laughs> about 15 years old. No. One is one is an absolute food freak. Like sh- she loves yeah, human food, specifically chicken. So, I've kept cigars on our, our uh center counter. Yeah. Uh won't even go near it. Won't go near any of the tobacco or whatever. And my do- I have a dog, a corgi, 3 years old, and yeah. with his little stumpy legs, there's no way he can jump up that high anyway. So, uh <laughs> But to answer your question, no, I have not had that experience where they're ripping into my cigar bag or whatever. I, and again, usually if I'm traveling or if I'm traveling, if I'm going try, yeah, I travel. I travel a lot. I travel to work. Uh, I keep it in my knapsack, you know. So if I'm, whatever cigars I'm taking to work, I'll keep it in my knapsack and I'll just zip it up. So even if they wanted to get into it, they can't get into it. Your knapsack. Yeah. My backpack. Old. Yeah. that's Whatever. That's,
0: whatever. It's a, that's yeah, like whatever. 70s it's, terminology. I'm old problems. school. fanny pack. I'm old. Apparently. I'm old
3: school.
4: <laughs> Where's my nap pack? Where's my fanny pack?
3: So the answer's no. no. Dave, don't we have, don't have any animals. I don't
0: have any animals. You just, I, tell you. I can't afford animals. He just has boys. Yeah. yeah. It's,
2: <laughs> it's definitely happened before. Not with my mm. pet, but my parents' mm. little sneaky dog on vacation one time. But with... My dogs, in particular, I've learned from enough of my favorite shoes being eaten mm. that you need to keep the shit you don't want them to get too high up. Yeah. Keep it somewhere. I've learned the hard way many a times.
0: So, you don't keep your shoes on the ground?
2: I do, but I shut the door. Because I have a dressing room, so okay. I shut the door to my dressing room. You have a dressing yeah. room? You have a dressing room. Yeah. Well, that's nice yeah well, my house is like about the size of this room, so I'd better <laughs> have a dressing room. <laughs> it's technically a closet, but I've converted it into my dressing room <laughs> oh, that's good but that's yeah fun. his his uh when we first moved in there, his dog ate my favorite pair of shoes Ooh. and Oof. I was really unbelievably ridiculously angry, oh. So you keep stuff if away America from them. If Eric were here, he'd be feeling your pain. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. keep it... You, you learn the hard way with dogs and kids, I imagine. Yeah. To keep oh, your gosh. things yep. out of their way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Maybe that was your dog's way of telling you that... Keep it away. She didn't want you to go.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the... If it was... You know, it certainly wasn't trying to keep me from smoking because... <laughs> she, it, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, she left right. everything, you know. It's, it's a... And I'm surprised that the bag is destroyed, but nothing that was in the bag Mm -hmm. was destroyed. Yep. Both times that was the case. I mean, how do you find a pile of 100 pipe cleaners? (laughs) And, you know, of the the 100 that were in there, you know, 90 were still straight. So, you you know, obviously she wasn't interested in what was in the bag. She just wanted the bag. What's up with that?
2: Dogs are... So, I... My dog one time, I left a sandwich on the table. Yep. And the time it took me to go get a glass of water and come back, he had eaten and was back in his spot. Everything but the lettuce and tomato. The lettuce and tomato <laughs> were sitting perfectly on my plate, just sitting perfectly. And the meat, the cheese, the bread gone. Yes. like no yes. price in it. Yeah,
3: not a vegetarian there. No, nope. just, just a carnivore. So they,
2: they know what they want. And, they do. And they'll leave alone whatever they don't want. And that's Apparently awesome. They do.
0: What <laughs>
3: you got to do, Danny, is you got to yeah. do a test. Okay. Just leave a basic plastic bag. Where you left the other stuff? No cigars, no nothing. Anymore. Or just, and leave just, a cigar by itself. Well, well, that oh, that too, yes. But leave a plastic bag and see if the dog gets that.
0: I might, I might have to try that tonight. Yeah. We'll see, I mean, playing with bags with pets is—you <laughs> <laughs> know—I remember, you know, growing up, we had a cat. Do you remember Burry? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, black and white big fat cat and we'd get a i'd get a paper bag and i'd scratch the back of it and he'd come you know crawling into the room and he'd leap into the bag and i'd you know pull my hand away and the bag would go skidding across the bed and off onto the floor and the cat with it and i just thought that was the funniest thing and he'd do it over and over and over again it was like he was either stupid or he really enjoyed the feeling of blind flight.
3: Every dog and cat has a favorite toy. It may not be the toy that you want them to enjoy.
0: No, there's and I'll give there.
3: you I'll give you a, 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 an example. Mm-hmm. We've got a a tennis ball that yeah. was meant for Fletch, okay. our dog. Yep. Guess who loves that tennis ball? You not me, no <laughs> our female cat she hunts it she loves it really? she loves to get it in her mouth and just carry it around the house we got a little a stick toy with a little feather mm-hmm. that's meant for the cats right guess who loves that toy the dog my dog oh my goes God. crazy for it wow. to the point where we can't stop him he just he'll he'll the moment we say the word play he's just all ready to go. He oh goes right gosh. to the corner where we keep it, and and that's that's his toy.
0: The one thing that I've found is like universal, is the the, the pointer. Yes. You know the laser pointer. The laser pointer. Yes. That red dot. Mm-hmm. Both dogs, the cats, they will go, and it's yep. and our house, you know, it's all pine wood floors, mm-hmm. so it's hilarious. You, you slide up the cats are sliding, the dogs are sliding around trying to get that thing. They put their paw on it. Where did it go? (laughs) Looking around. Oh, that's great. That's always fun.
3: Try this in the wintertime, too, is I had three golden retrievers at one point in my life where I had that laser toy. Mm -hmm. Brought them out to the backyard in the wintertime, and you see nothing but three goldens just, like, zooming all <laughs> over creation trying to get that little red dot all over the place i mean they're, cl- they're trying to climb trees they're trying to go through bushes they're trying to like i mean literally it is the funniest thing and any any right Dan, any any animal i think would love it loves that toy yeah. i
4: remember an old story about Barry, where uh dad was uh wasn't it? no it wasn't it, wasn't it was smoky joe it was smoky joe yeah. and dad was changing the oil on uh, a car and was, you know had a big oil pan and the cat went up to it and, you know, just kinda of dipped its nose into it just to try and get the feel for it and like licked it. And then it's it like went nuts and like ran around the house like twice. And then just stopped and like fell over. And then my mom was out there and she's like, What happened? And my dad just looked at her and said, Must have ran out of gas. <laughs> 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 and then she chased him around the house, swatting <laughs> him with a newspaper. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true. No, yep. that's true. As far as we know. Mm-hmm. As far as we know. Yep. All right. Um, final verdict on the uh, Factory Fifty Seven here and the <clears throat> pairing, Talia. What do you think? Would you smoke it again? Absolutely. Ow! Would you? Ow! Would you smoke it with the uh, Jameson Black Barrel, or mm-hmm. would you? No, am you I
1: have it with... Malibu water. I, I mean, I Shoot! Mean,
2: Shoot! You got me. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Ooh,
3: I think the cigar is. uh just a, obviously, it's an absolutely fantastic cigar. Just really now, it's becoming very creamy, smooth. Mm-hmm. A little bit of cedar sweetness, a little bit of earth, yeah. and I'm going to attribute that to the black barrel. The black barrel is very, very smooth now. So again, both are canceling out the pepper notes or the, mm-hmm. or the spice, in neither one. Yep. It's a great, great pairing.
0: Yeah, I still get the pepper notes in the in the retrohale, but. Um... The, the cedar notes that you're talking about, I think they've been growing yeah. as the cigar has been going along. Uh, I smoked the cigar by itself earlier in the day when it was working, never got any cedar notes. So I, I definitely yeah. think it's it's from the uh, Black Barrel. From the Black barrel, barrel, yes. barrel. Yes. Black what about barrel. you, Dave?
4: Yeah, well, I concur, mirror everything everybody says. You know, very, uh, very pepper, <laughs> very, uh, you know, it's creamy. Yep, <laughs> my knows. drink is gone. Yeah.
3: It's not the She's gin, obviously, Dave.
0: No,
4: it's not mm-hmm. the gin. How frickin' <laughs> mm. The monkeys have left the building. We're gonna get you on gin.
3: Yep. Don't worry uh-huh. about it. Yep. <laughs> it's right. gonna give, happen. Give it to the end of the year. It's
2: gonna happen. Mm. You have
3: another gin in your portfolio,
2: Malfi, that Italian gin. I was all right, I all about. right, that's
3: gonna come later on this year, Dave. Yep, wicked yep.
2: citrusy, like no oh. juniper notes. So all you right. can't even say it tastes like a gin, Dave. Okay. How many okay, botanicals? Whatever.
3: How many botanicals? Seven. Seven? All right, Dave. that's that's 40 Nello. it's 40 less than the it's last 40 time. less yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah,
4: it's, yeah it doesn't taste like potpourri. it, it has potpourri.
2: those sicilian lemons in there mm. Oh see now you now, you, mm.
3: now, oh, you know,
4: now you're it. talking more the, like a the, limoncello yeah,
2: yeah it's yeah. it's not like a limoncello but yeah. it has those like it's a lemony Kick the citrusy it to the curb. It's does
3: really it good. wait does anyone, does anyone anyone drink limoncello here?
4: Yeah. No. No, I don't even know what that is. No.
3: It's it's an Italian liqueur it's made from lemons. Yeah. Yep. Did you ever have that as a pairing with a cigar? I have no. not had. Oh, it's it as a it's pairing. phenomenal, hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, I would recommend. And again, you would want to have something that's going to keep up with it because it is it is a little.
2: How do you drink it? Just, just with your mouth. We keep it
3: we keep it in the refrigerator. I'm sorry, in the freezer.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you have to have it cold. Yep,
3: nice and cold. And you just you just sip it. You know, it's just gonna be just a sipping drink with a and I would say you'd want to have something at least on a medium basis or yeah. a little higher, maybe medium full. But it and it doesn't really matter what type of medium full cigar you have. Uh it's I think it goes very, very well with it. Hmm. It's an aperitif.
1: Yeah.
3: So it's meant to calm down that the stomach down, after dinner. Yeah, after, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And I think if he was still with us so it's Sammy like a Sam, Sam it's a, it, well, it's, it's a, a Sam Sam, thing. It's a light Sam thing because Sam Sam's Sam. the Sam. It's, it's, Sam the barman. It's not gonna be a journey. <laughs> it's gonna be more at home. <laughs> Back porch.
0: I'm gonna take you on a flavor journey today. <laughs> to countries you've never been to before. Or oh, would well, want to go to. Oh, Follow the beard. Sam. Follow yeah. the beard. God bless you. <laughs> All right god bless sam wherever you are in the world um all right that's it for the first half of the show we'll be right back we're going to be smoking bob's chocolate flake don't go anywhere hello hello everybody we are back and we are smoking bob's chocolate flake that has been a longtime favorite of god with hogarth and company and um from the laudisi website who is the d- distributor of uh goeth hogarth tobaccos now in the united states it says that bob's chocolate flake is a customer favorite featuring a complex melange blending components and casings brazilian zimbabwean and malawi virginia leaves from a naturally sweet grassy foundation elevated by spicy malawi sun-cured leaf robust malawi burleys and a modest portion of smoky latakia, a subtle casing of cocoa, chocolate, and vanilla complements the mixture's natural sweetness with a distinguished yet familiar finish. Dave quit touching the tobacco. I'm just showing you. Right. Hmm. <laughs> People have to smoke that. All right, uh, it's manufactured by God with Hogarth. It's called an aromatic Burley um, latakia, Virginia. <laughs> cocoa chocolate (laughs) vanilla toppings it's a flake a big flake like you just saw there Uh, six inches long when you buy it in the uh, bulk format which is how we sell it we sell it by the ounce here at twin smoke shop and we are pairing it again with the jameson black barrel Mm -hmm. which if you can see the bottle at all (laughs) it's empty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh. so this should be a very good this should be a very good segment here um yes. so first impressions Ow! of the of the tobacco here dave i know the first time you had this stuff you you know were like uh oh, what do you what I do think you think
4: it's, yeah it's definitely settled a bit so um no it's uh you definitely get uh, a chocolatey room note and I'm getting some earth and some, uh, a little bit of fruit from the Virginias. Mm-hmm. And there is this nice cocoa note that's mm. going through it that's kind of like, yes. peeking its head out, saying, I'm still here. But it's, uh, it's really nice. It's like an afterthought. I like it. It's really nice. Mm, very
1: good. mm Mmm.
3: Yeah, at the chocolate note is definitely playing a very minor supporting role, Dave. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with that. I'm getting a lot more fruit tones, mm-hmm. wood, mm-hmm. Uh, earthy, earthy, a uh, little bit of hay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you're right. I do get a little bit of that cocoa note um, on the exhale. The room note, absolutely. You do, you do get that that chocolate cocoa note as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Retrohale though is really nice. Yeah, really nice. That's just a nice little subtle sweet, spice. subtle sweet spice too. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. really good. This is different than I thought it would be. I mean, when we when you first brought it in, I'm like, okay, it's going to be a. I guess a lot more chocolate to me. I mean my assumption would be a lot more chocolate tones. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's it's so subtle. Mm. But I don't know if I would want to have a chocolate pipe tobacco
4: well it's got with hogarth man well everything I, I, they do is I, it's just
3: yes, on point I, I, dave you, mm. you don't i absolutely get that
0: <laughs> now talia i'm i'm really because you know we the only reason you smoke a pipe is because of us mm-hmm. so this is like the yes, <laughs> sixth pipe you've probably ever had in your life um May I what do you think lighter, darling
2: <laughs> thank you what
0: do you think about the tobacco here
2: it's actually funny because instantly before i mean drinking the black barrel with Mm -hmm. it i got chocolate off the Mm back so i got chocolate like right away Mm -hmm. but then i took a few sips of the black barrel Mm -hmm. and like you guys said it did kind of fade into the background the chocolate Mm -hmm. a little bit but at first i was like this is like an ice cream sundae (laughs) yeah it's it's really really good yeah the first puff i took off of it um but now it's like a nice sweet and spice balance that mm-hmm. I've gotten since I've been drinking the Jameson with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's rich. It's dark. It's sweet without being too sweet. Mm. Um, to me, you know, the, the burlies are kind of up front. They're nutty. They're earthy. You've got the cocoa notes that are natural to the burly and the toppings, I think just kind of enhance that kind of flavor there. Um, It tastes like summer. Yeah. Isn't that a weird thing to say about (laughs) it? (laughs) No, not at all. Um, I get, like, some stewed fruit from the Virginia, occasional notes of hay and bread and hints of citrus here and there. Mm -hmm. And um, the Latakia, you know, it's a very minor. It's about 8% of the blend is Latakia. And uh, that's more in the background, kind of adding some smoky notes and some spice. and Latakia with the chocolate I think just it it gives a little bit of depth to the chocolate notes that are going on here. And they're you know the obviously the chocolate is not a natural tobacco taste. You know, um you know in the cigar we have those cocoa notes and stuff like that and it's you know, but there's like chocolate. There's a difference between a kind of a natural cocoa and like a chocolate syrup kind of a thing. And you can tell that chocolate's been added to this, but not so much in a way that it really gets in the way of smoking the tobacco. You are mm. enjoying the tobacco I think for what it is. Oh, it's
4: more in the smell, room smell, the room it's note more, more in the and room the, uh, the mouthfeel, I feel.
0: The room smell you smell and the mouthfeel you feel? Yeah. <laughs> mm. But um Giggles. if somebody if somebody likes chocolate, I think they're going to like this a lot. Yes.
3: Now with the pairing, mm-hmm. I think the black barrel is bringing out a lot more of the Latakia notes for me. It's bringing out a little bit more, more spice, smokiness. a little more smokiness, a little bit of spice, a little mm-hmm. bit of leather notes. The sweetness has been pushed back a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking this a lot, though. I really yeah. do. I think it is a very, it's a very good pairing. And I'm, I'm going to say, at this point, it's a contrasting pairing.
0: Okay also
3: because it's bringing out a lot more of the latakia notes but in the beginning when mm. before i even had the black barrel it was bringing out a lot of more of that fruity t- tones the the wood tones yeah. and then and the and a little bit of the chocolate those those notes have been pushed back a bit and now it's bringing forth the latakia even though it's only eight mm-hmm. percent it's bringing out a lot more spice a lot more leather tones a little bit more earth mm. um I'm, and i'm really enjoying it too mm. i mean it's kind yeah, of like the best of uh, best of all worlds
0: it's kind of putting the, the virginias kind mm. of in a different kind of mode mm. Mm. you're not experiencing them the same way it's it's, but it's really a great pairing though yeah i it
4: think really it's, is i
0: think it's really good
4: for me it's like the opposite i'm getting more virginia like the fruits and stuff are coming out um and the, the chocolate's all but gone but i'm not getting the only time i'm getting maybe some of the latakia is in the retrohale
0: I'm more I guess I'm I'm To I me it's side, a complimentary pairing. I would side more with Paul uh, with my own palate here. I I think I'm I'm getting much more smokiness um and not quite as much of the fruity sweetness with the um uh black barrel. What are you what are you getting Ooh. there? Yeah, with the pairing. Oh, great Maven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, when I first smoked and I hadn't had the black barrel, I really, it Smoky, was like, hot, oh, spirits. Yes. <laughs> can you tell we're into the black barrel people? So <laughs> It's actually our second bottle.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Paul's the straight man.
0: What does that mean? Oscar, what does that mean? Paul is the straight man. I mean, we all know Paul's straight so what is, i guess what i'm is not the
3: the, the, uh, the comedian here am mm, i just like you know he just, he just puts i'm it right the, the abbot mm. of abbott and costello
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no
0: yes mm. all right so let me ask you let me ask you oh. a question here you know last year last summer we had weather-wise One of the best summers we've had in decades. Mm -hmm. The one we couldn't experience. (laughs) And we couldn't do anything. Um, Now things have opened up. You know, places are open. Things, you know, things are opening back up. Is there anything that you are really looking forward to do this summer Mm -hmm. that uh, you were not able to do last summer? Yes. What would that be, Paul?
3: Two words. Two words. Jimmy Buffett.
0: Jimmy Buffett. Ooh. Jimmy
3: Buffett. Because well, that's something that my girlfriend and I do every year. I mean, you know, we're Parrotheads. She's mm-hmm. a huge Parrothead. She's been a Parrothead longer than I have been. That's um, nice. and, uh And we go to see Jimmy Buffett every summer. Generally, he's going to be at the, well, I call it Great Woods, but it's the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's on this year. Last year, we canceled everything. Obviously, I told it everyone else, so we couldn't go. We held the tickets on, so... We're going to go this year in August, and uh, the tailgating. If you've never been to a Jimmy Buffett concert, and you have the ability to go and go to the tailgating, oh my God, it is just what is one big, like one big party, one concert. big party, my friend. It is 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 incredible. You've never seen anything like it. it. Doesn't matter what event you go to, there's nothing like a Jimmy Buffett tailgate party. It goes on for about. Seven or eight hours prior to the concert, <laughs> and it just continues on through the concert, and it goes that way well they can after en- the concert. <laughs>
4: they can enjoy the music. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I've hey, seen Jimmy. Uh, it's good. I've seen,
3: I've seen Jimmy Buffett without the tailgating, and you're right, David. It is. It is. Uh, I, I mean, we've seen him so many times. We know his set list, Okay, so uh, <laughs> we love his music, but it's just oh, everyone is so in such a good mood. Everyone's willing to share everything <laughs> they have. You know, it doesn't matter. There, it's just a one big uh, friend fest, if you will. I, friend fest. Yeah, it's a, it's a, everyone's friends there. Oh, you let's know, go to friend fest. It's let's right, friend, friend fest.
4: fest.
0: No, I can see that
2: though. That's like bro. I went to a Steve Miller Band concert, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, there was a group of people tailgating, and we didn't have any food because we're dumbasses, like twenty-two years old. Yeah, and they're like, oh, come over, mm-hmm. we have all this. It's the same kind of thing, like that type of music. Mm. Everybody's mellow. Everyone's hanging out. Everyone's yep. having fun. So yep. Yep. Well, it was like the same Rush
4: concerts too. It was awesome. Yeah,
2: people just—it's not like a heavy metal band mm. <laughs> or anything. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> people are like friendlier and and you more get communal. Peop-
3: you get people from all ages too: young mm. people, oh, middle really? age. L- uh, yep. I won't call them elderly. Older, <laughs> um, but because he, because he, because his genre, it goes from back early, to early, were, early it... yes early, <laughs> early 70s onwards so i mean you're getting you're getting se- almost several different generations that can enjoy his yeah. concert you know? yeah
4: rush was the same way we you know yep. there would be you'd be people there with like you know solid white hair and there'd be kids there you know it mm-hmm. was awesome mm-hmm. yeah
0: you know now let me ask you this paul you know there's there's bands you go to see in concert who you know the, just the way they want to perform everything is is timed and performed exactly how it is on the album yes and then there's other bands who you know take liberties you go, you go yeah they, they take liberties mm-hmm. or maybe they sound much better live than they do on the album um i've been to bands like that before too but how how is jimmy buffett
3: he stays true to his albums he's not going to i mean there may be one or two that he might do something different but for the most part not he- percent of the time he's going to play the songs exactly as they are on the album
1: mm-hmm.
3: and i think that's what the, par- the, the 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 audience wants
0: yeah yeah it's the, the nostalgia yeah right i
3: mean he'll he'll he may go into some deep deep cuts there are certain songs that we don't hear him play that much mm-hmm. uh you know like i'll say you know let's get drunk and, and you know i'm not going to say the word but <laughs> anyway we that 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 okay. i've I, yeah of all this procreate of, Thank all, you, Straight the, man of all the times that I've seen him I think I've seen him play that once mm. you know but in, in in essence he he's very true to the albums mm. he won't he won't veer too too far off that
1: mm.
4: yeah yeah rush is much the same way they uh they they're sticklers to uh how the music is written you mm-hmm. know and uh, their rec- the recording and live is almost they have such an amazing audio guy. Like if you listen to like uh you can listen to the same song live and then recorded and you're almost like you can't tell the difference cuz only at the end and the beginning of the song do you hear the crowd. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's crazy like how how high quality the audio is. But um yeah, it's it's Rush concerts are like absolutely amazing. It is i would i would hope they are like jimmy buffett concerts
0: okay i don't know if those things have ever been said before (laughs) in the same sentence well i mean as far as performance rush is exactly like jimmy buffett
3: rush is a rush is a unbelievable musicians Mm -hmm. and they got great songs i used to be a huge rush fan when i was in high school i never saw him live i wish i did Mm. unfortunately won't be able to see him again but that's just you know you know, one of the wait, bands wait, I wait.
4: saw live once was uh, Pink Floyd before they broke up and that was amazing. When was this? Oh, long time ago. Back in the 80s? Yeah.
3: Really? Long you time saw ago. Pink Floyd before David Gilmour and uh, Roger Waters broke? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh,
4: God, you were uh, He was wow. like
0: 6. No.
4: <laughs> no, they were they were they got back together for a little bit. They did? Yeah, it was When in was in the this? 90s. It was um, a really short while and um, then he came out with that album that basically shot all over like you know uh,
3: yeah but how yeah. much like
0: i don't know but, anything about that
3: yeah <laughs>
4: but they had the like, world
0: literally i know nothing about that
4: They had the world's largest disco ball it was insane yeah, I was just, yes i, I did saw remember it, that I yes saw it about. Mm-hmm. i saw it at great Woods. it was crazy it was huge yeah. and uh it like went up on a pole and then like blossomed into a flower it was pretty trippy hmm.
0: Yeah. that sounds trippy it <laughs> pretty... What, Wait,
4: about, what about you, it's dan? the only concert i was
3: sober
0: for <laughs> what,
4: about, what about
3: you dan what do you what do you uh what are you going to enjoy this year that you
0: couldn't enjoy last year that's a that's a really good question see I, i've you know um twins keeps me so busy and my girls my teenage girls suck so much money out of my life that I don't, I don't really have a lot of opportunity to do stuff. Um, I know that you know we used to take, uh, we would we would take family vacations uh, down to Central Florida, where I, um, I I lived there for several years, while I was in uh, graduate school while while I was in seminary. We have lots of friends down there, and so it's not so much about going to Florida to do all the touristy stuff Um, it's 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 about you know visiting friends you know that that are like family to us and doing the beach and stuff like that and we had we weren't able to do that at all i would love to do that again Mm -hmm. um we had our we kind of did our family vacation getaway a couple of weeks ago um when uh you were on with um Nick Laramie, Mm -hmm. that's that's what I was doing. Uh, So we went on our first family getaway in a year and a half. And that was great. Being able to get out of the house and go somewhere away was really, really good. So I've kind of already done mine, the thing that I was looking forward to.
3: We're only halfway through the summer now, so you can... I have another week.
0: I have another week's vacation. Yeah,
3: so maybe you can find something that you didn't do last year that you can do this year
0: maybe maybe i could do that
4: yeah me and the kids were supposed to go to a dragon force concert uh in covid and that got canceled i thought and you they were going to res- go to the voltron reunion uh no and uh <laughs> they rescheduled it for this year Voltron? And no oh. the the dragon force concert oh. dan what's yeah. up uh, and uh they canceled it again
0: really yeah why did so- they cancel it again covid
4: it was it was in March, so it, 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 but oh yeah, it was before they opened everything oh, up. Before yeah, so. they
3: opened everything up, you yeah, know, yeah. and it was the same. So maybe maybe they'll come back later this year, or worst case, early next yeah.
0: year. Now Oscar here says that he's one of these people that thought that Buffett sang the Pina Colada song.
3: No, <laughs> no
2: Margaritaville. Who, 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 That's
3: Margaritaville.
0: Who sings the Pina Colada song?
3: Oh, Pina Colada. Yeah, that's that's the, that's 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 that's, uh, that's uh, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Talia is going to do this year that she couldn't do last year.
0: Yeah. What do what do what do you what do you plan on
3: doing that you couldn't do last year?
2: year? Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, yeah.
0: On, on, no. Last, I want you to lie. Last summer was.
2: Last summer was probably the best summer I've had in like seven or eight years.
0: Why? Why did nothing? I mean,
2: the things I like to do in the summertime are cookouts. Beach days and hanging out at my friend's lake house in Sunapee. Mm. So my, well, my friend's parents' lake house. So they weren't really working. Mm-hmm. So I got to go to Sunapee like every other weekend. Uh-huh. York beaches were open so I could go to York whenever I wanted. Nice. My parents were always home so I went to their pool. My uncle, his pool. Like I had a great summer mm. last year. I'm really not doing anything different this summer like really? last summer was incredible i got an amazing tan i was pretty see, slow no, with work i haven't even
4: opened my door <clears throat> <the> i was throat> really throat>
2: slow with work so i had like plenty of time to go to the beach or the lake or whatever see like it was on, on the weekends
0: we used to have people over all the time major cookouts um you know and, and it actually started <laughs> this is kind of funny because i know you love both these things jameson's and lamb And I would be cooking the lamb on the grills. A guy would bring a handle of Jameson's. We'd have a great time. And it it ballooned into this big, you know, 15, 20 people over. Mm -hmm. Every Friday night, come over to Dan's place, bring a (laughs) cigar, bring a pipe, whatever. We're doing everything. You're the pastor. Yeah. And and (laughs) COVID kind of just killed all that. And we haven't had people over or cookouts (laughs) or things like that in in a really long time and it's it's like and and you know my my girls because they had no place to go they just have turned into a bunch of slobs and stuff is everywhere <laughs> and it's it's now I I don't feel like I can have people over because I don't want to be judged and, <laughs> uh, and the dogs are chewing all the plastic the dogs bags. Are chewing all the plastic bags and all this stuff and, you know so I've got this great garden this great space this great you know but you know mm-hmm. what what can you do I, I gotta I gotta figure out how to get back into that yep yep but you know now all my friends are you know at, yeah. you know what are we doing <laughs> on Friday nights so working <laughs> you know. Yep. Saturday, what are you doing? Working. Oof. Sunday, Paul's working. I mean, when can I have everybody <laughs> over to the house? I don't know.
3: Maybe we can do the podcast yes, at your house. Yes, we're going to have
4: to do the podcast at your house. Man. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah. Could, we could work that out. Yeah. yeah. We could work that out. We're doing, we doing the
3: screen do, porch. We're doing think, the screen porch. I think we should before, do it Before winter hits.
4: We should do a podcast at Kurt's Lake house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a long you ride get, You better
3: get clearance from from him first and
0: well the great thing about doing it at my house we could all just kind of crash afterwards and yeah. <clears throat> that would be good yeah maybe we can maybe we can schedule something like that before the summer gets I, away I have three bottles a... instead of just two we, yeah we, we, do, we, <laughs> we do have a couple of uh, dates i haven't quite planned out for august mm. so yes maybe we could do maybe. something in august yes you
3: know? before summer ends yes before summer that. ends yes.
0: and uh, you know you, you still got lots of light yes outside and yeah we could we, we could maybe do something like that mm-hmm.
3: rod says rupert holmes did the song escape aka the pina colada song mm-hmm. and oscar confirmed that i said okay now i know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. there is a garth brooks that says two pina coladas all right that yeah, I, yeah, could, I could I could, song, I could a little, yeah. yes but i if you I, like pina colada <laughs> Getting caught
0: in the rain yes.
1: That's yeah. definitely not Jimmy Buffett No, 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 no. You're not into yoga and If you, you have you're... half a brain
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm. yep, Guardians of the Galaxy brought all those back I remember Rich um, 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 Chris Pratt saying If I hear the Pina Colada song one more time <laughs> I'm gonna hit somebody. <laughs> yeah, they got sick of that apparently on Oh man. Oh my goodness. Um so this is a nice busy month at twins. Yes. Because it's seven twenty four month. Paul, can you want to talk a little bit about what seven twenty four month
3: means? So what does it mean, Today Paul? is what does it mean, Paul? Today is July twelfth. So that is means it we, really? we means we have twelve more days until Saturday, mm-hmm. wow. July twenty fourth. That's a fact, and that is the day that Kurt will be pulling the winner of the five thousand 000... dollar.
0: Well, he'll be pulling the well, the, the, the ticket.
3: The ti- right? The, t- <laughs> the ticket. Excuse me. <laughs> the ticket be, of the winner <clears throat> who will win.
0: Come here! I need to pull you five thousand. Now. <laughs> now. Let me just let me just start over again.
3: <laughs> so Dupont. Seven twenty, July twenty fourth is seven twenty four day. Get it, seven. Between now and then, <laughs> if you buy a box of seven twenty four cigars, mm-hmm. you will get a ticket that goes into the grand prize drawing. Yes. And when Kurt pulls that winner, the person ticket. will receive the, <laughs> the ticket. It's the the winner will the will receive their choice of three. 724 boxes three 724 spirits mm-hmm. the corazon the old forester mm-hmm. and the 724 jack danish mm-hmm. collect mm-hmm. a 3500 hundred-dollar dupont lighter oh 18 karat God. gold
4: with lapis lazuli lazuli yep <laughs> That's why <a lie. laughs>
0: I can't even pronounce it. So pronounce- cool. yeah, it must be cool. Yeah, must be cool.
4: And
3: a beautiful and a beautiful humidor. Mm-hmm. So one box gets you one entry. Two boxes gets you five, five. entries, and three boxes gets you how Ten. many? Ten entries. You've got twelve more days, folks. Don't wait. That's right. Because the summer's flying by. Before you know it, it will be seven twenty-four. Yep. And yeah. snow, not least by any means. Saturday, September 18th, we have
4: 11 to 6.
3: 24th Annual Smokin' Blues Barbecue. Smokin'
0: Blues Barbecue. Everyone
3: is going to be a VIP. The $240 that is the cost of entry will get you 20 plus cigars, which will pretty much take up the cost of entry.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
3: going to get Fantastic. food, raffles, you're going to get entertainment, you're going to get All of us will be there. (laughs) Tattoos. Well, all right. Tattoos, Dave. Are you you giving tattoos out?
4: No,
0: but I think they're still doing the tattoos. Dave's doing iron-on tattoos. (laughs) Yeah, Doing iron-on tattoos. Right to your face.
3: Yes. And if you happen to buy, if you buy the ticket and you happen to buy a box of any of our sponsor uh, manufacturers, you will get an additional entry Mm -hmm. towards that $24,000 grand prize, which Kurt will be... (laughs) gladly giving out which is the almost the everybody in the humidor yes it is pretty much everyone in the yep. humidor so
0: i'm looking forward to that
3: you know, it's going to be a great time
0: like we've been talking about you know it, that got canceled last year mm-hmm. all the major cigar events and parties got canceled last year and i think everybody's going to be hopping to get to this they are going to be like,
3: stoked to you know like I, like I said everyone's going to want to do what they couldn't do last year Mm-hmm. Except for Talia. She, she did everything she did everything last year. Yeah, yeah. this year. It was her best year ever. Yep.
2: Sorry, COVID ruled no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm an
4: introvert, so I totally agree. It was it was awesome.
2: No traffic.
4: Yeah, no.
0: Tra- I know, right? Beach. Yeah. it was awesome.
2: Nobody was around. Have you an introvert? 2020 was. Fan-
0: it was like a dream come true. I'm not an introvert. If you're a germaphobe, 2020 was not a dream a come true. Like, yeah, you know, I we we just can't stop talking about it. Christian roa You know, what do you think? What's it like being a world class everybody feels in the middle like a pandemic? And he was like, "It's fantastic." This is great.
3: Everyone's seeing it through my eyes. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. It <laughs> yeah. was, that was incredible. So, um, speaking yes. of 2020 and and COVID and all this yeah. stuff, lots of things were closed. Lots of lousy things happened last year. But, uh, Monmouth University just came out with a, uh, uh the results of a survey that they took, which showed that, um, uh, there has been an uptick in relationship relationship <laughs> satisfaction during covid let me let me um read the <laughs> first few uh short paragraphs of this study here um west Long Branch new Jersey. romantic relationships have become increasingly important to Americans happiness since the onset of the coronavirus outbreak a according to a National Monmouth University poll. Among those currently in a romantic relationship, seven in ten are extremely satisfied with it, which is up more than ten points from prior surveys. Half of those in a relationship say they really want a night out for Valentine's Day, but they are more likely to stay home instead. Uh, among Americans who are currently married, living with a partner, or otherwise in a romantic relationship, 9 in 10 are clearly satisfied with their current relationship. This finding has been consistent since Monmouth started take, asking this question more than six years ago. However, the number of people who are extremely satisfied now stands at 70%, a marked increase from its typical 57 to 59% Wow. Territory. In fact, the percentage who are extremely satisfied has gone up since the early days of the pandemic among both both married and unmarried people, among both men and women, and among white Americans and people of color. Extreme satisfaction with one's relationship has also jumped since last year among those aged 18 to 34 and those thirty-five to fifty-four, although it has long held study among those fifty-five and older.
4: I like how they say whites and people of color. You know, color. Just, color. They say, they color. Just say you know, Hooray, time. We just say everybody. We can just say everybody. No, we're gonna say whites. And
3: Dave's people. likes his black barrel.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, you know, whites I'd, and I'd, everybody else. I think it's you know they're taking ethnicity into account oh, too. Yeah. And so it, it's very interesting, you know, that uh, things have jumped up right about 11 points uh, across the board. And it says, um, there's a quote here from the people who took the survey, too often we're quick to doubt relationships and see them as more fragile than they are. In reality, our relationship is a tremendous source of strength and stability in uncertain times. Mm-hmm. Our poll in May found that more than half Thought the pandemic would strengthen their relationship, that seemed like wishful thinking. But these numbers show that the optimism was warranted," said Dr. Gary Lewandowski, a professor of psychology at Monmouth University and author of the newly released book *Stronger Than You Think: The Ten Blind Spots That Undermine Your Relationship and How to See Past Them*.
4: Well, hopefully AI takes that into account before they take over the world.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, Come on, Dave. bring it back to reality here. So, my question to you guys is: Has have you seen that true with yourself and people you know? Has has COVID helped or hurt your relationships with your significant others? Uh, Sorry, Uh, others if (laughs) if you had them. Or, uh, Talia, (laughs) Talia.
2: Oh well, yeah. I mean, I got married. (laughs) I got married during the pandemic. Best summer ever, right? (laughs) Really. And the the bling, yes,
0: best
4: pandemic ever.
2: Oh, actually, the bling is out getting cleaned up. Oh, oh, I know. oh you dirtied finger. it already.
0: <laughs> you mean it's at the pawn shop?
2: <laughs> 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 it's, it's, Last it's year
0: it's
4: was out. the best almost year, almost year ever, huh? huh? Now it's it's 2022. <laughs> Let's move on.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> where do I go from that? <laughs> Ow! only up, only mm-hmm. up tell you. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean our lives truthfully i mean obviously things change you know there's things that change but our day to day didn't really change that much <laughs> like stop oh, you're are you all right our day to day didn't up? change
3: that much <laughs> you're setting
0: it up you didn't i'm
2: not setting things anything change. up things change
0: i'm not no <laughs> all things change stop all except things. me and my relationship with my hubby
2: I mean, he worked, I worked, stop it. We went to bars, we went to restaurants, like, nothing really changed. Stop it. You
0: couldn't have gone to restaurants during yeah, COVID. They, were, they, they were closed, closed for like
2: two months, dude. They only closed until May. They closed from March to May in New Hampshire. And my job is to go, so I went. <laughs> Can you hear the crickets in Dan's head right now? Right? Like, May, they open back up. Mm-hmm. i was at restaurants the whole the second they opened back up i was there yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he worked the whole time i worked yeah. the whole is, time i he mean do? he works at a car dealership he's a parts manager he's a parts manager at yeah dealership yep so a few of them got laid off but he never got laid off mm-hmm. so we we consistently worked i mm-hmm. mean yeah most... all of us did too yeah, yeah i know most of my family that lives is at least in New Hampshire like we're still down to All hang out. All my friends were
4: at home living in large on their freaking monthly salary that was no, more I than didn't. what they were making Ugh. and I'm like you
0: bastards.
2: Yeah, let's not talk about that. But um yeah, like our lives, our personal day-to-day lives didn't really change that much.
0: But did you get closer do you think it helped to revenge? I mean we got it's married. I don't know. Really right or or I, don't, I don't know, know that know? it really affected it
2: something I don't know that it really affected it because our lives didn't really change. Like he still went to work every day. I still mm-hmm. worked every day. You know, our our lives didn't really change. Um so I don't think okay. it really affected it one way or the other.
0: Mm, Paul.
3: I mean it it in a sense it didn't change, but I think, you know We've al- we've always done things together, mm-hmm. so um, I think it, if anything, it became even stronger because we were uh, together looking for things to do. We had to be a little bit more creative in the beginning, um, but it like I said, it wasn't like we had to like you know stress our brains and all that. We just we just kind of went with the flow, mm. and uh, you know I, you know she and I have a strong relationship. So not, like I said, like with Talia and her husband nothing really changed for us Mm -hmm. you know it did and uh if anything it just kind of brought us I think our our, the again I'm not getting I'm not going to go down that road but it just brought the realities (laughs) of the situation we were dealing with and and we're both on the same wavelength of that so um yeah it didn't nothing really changed It just I think if anything it just helped uh, maybe you know heighten the, the 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 bond
0: sex (laughs) <laughs>
3: so I, you know, I, I mean, maybe, if, you, if you if you look if you look at the statistics, I guarantee you that's probably what it was.
1: Yeah, right. You know, people just being bored. I mean, if
3: you're if you're home there if, if, you're, home alone, on you if Paul? you're home alone if you're home alone if you're home alone together, you know, of course you want to you want to you, you want to. <laughs> I'm not going to say pass the time. <laughs> it's just. No, it's not that. What it's you just. Say, honey, it, you want it, to pass it, the time? No, <laughs> I'm not
0: no, talking it's, about, the, not here, here, said, about this. No, what I said, I said, baby. <laughs>
3: you're Dave. Stick <laughs> over. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Yeah. I don't know
3: how I get caught in this trap. <laughs>
0: You. I'll tell you about it sometime. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, it was pretty much same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Same old, same old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well
3: <laughs> yeah. Nothing's changed, Dave.
0: Nothing's changed. No,
4: I have no sign significant other, you know. So it was just, you know.
0: Did you and your boys get closer together? Uh, you know, We we closer. well we gamed
4: more. Yeah. Gamed more. Gamed more, yep. hmm yep. You feel like
0: you understand them better. Um,
4: yeah, yeah. Feel like I understand them better. Yeah, yep. It was good. It was a. It was an introvert's dream. You know. (laughs) Oh, I can't go out. I can't. I can't go anywhere. I have to stay home and game. I have to stay home and play video games all day. Oh, I'm
0: so sad. You um, don't have to deal with people. What, I've
2: never stayed home.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's basically Dave's thing. You know, is, is, is he, he didn't have to give he excuses excuse about to why stay he home. didn't. Oh, well, I just—I guess I will stay home. Isn't this great? <laughs> yep, you know.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, are you coming out tonight? No, I got to go home and nap. No, none of that.
0: No lame excuses. <laughs> no. Incredible lives here. <laughs> with the not just blow smoke team. Um. You know, we. You know, my family. Um, I think I. I think. You know, as a fam- as a family, whole. I think we got closer together. We did a lot more, things together. We would, you know, whether it was binge watching stuff on Netflix or Hulu or you know mm-hmm. one of the other streaming services or. Mm-hmm. Um, That's
4: one thing that changed. Yep, we well, saw a lot more Netflix.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Netflix went way way, way up. up. Um, I got a lot closer to my daughters that way, um, getting involved with, getting involved with them cause they had, they had nowhere to go and that, that was nice. And, mm. um, and, you know, my wife works in the medical field, so she had to be extra careful about her exposures and our exposures. That was a nightmare. Um, so, you know, we had to, we really kind of had to stay home, mm. you know, because, at the especially during most of COVID, she was working in a nursing home situation you know elderly home situation she was terrified of being one of these people who carried COVID and i know if you guys came in eighteen hundred people with all to cough, died you, had to get you know and, and um oh. um but uh uh you know we we, we got through it all and that was it, you know i feel like we're stronger for it certainly I the, think adversity really helps relationships. You hear yeah. that the
4: CDC released that like ninety percent of the uh, COVID cases were false. Yes.
0: Meaning what?
4: The co- the reported <clears throat> number of deaths. The the
3: te- the tests are faulty, Dave. The tests have, have, have it's been proven. The tests that they use is faulty. Well,
0: what, they had they what had test?
3: Had, that the 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 covid test when you go down to your local whatever pharmacy or whatever those tests that they give you to to see whether you are positive or negative whatever Mm -hmm. it's those those have been proven to be faulty
0: so what does that have to do with people dying
3: they didn't die of covid they didn't die of covid they died of other factors most of those people were already compromised
0: well let me let me ask you this i mean Uh, This is going to be the conspiracy theory. Covid, if Covid COVID added something on top of that and complicated things, can you then say that Covid was the reason that that somebody died, or do you say, well, it was congestive? Well, the hospitals get money for it because you know that's what it was—was congestive heart failure. Money talks. Dave, 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 stop talking. You asking me? Yeah.
3: Without getting into it too deep, again here we go. But this is down what I what,
1: hole. what. Yes. Okay. rabbit <laughs> Forget hole. Forget about the rabbit hole. Do we have a bottle of rabbit hole? <laughs> we uh, sure,
2: uh, do this this, this 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 third segment
1: so of not just
4: blowing
3: smoke <laughs> <laughs> down the rabbit hole. I, I, in my belief, and I'm not the only one who believes that certain deaths were attributed to COVID because that's what. Mm-hmm. They were told to do,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I'm going to leave it there.
0: So, you, a lot of the numbers that we saw were f- you guys are saying was, had had to do padded. more with padded, money. yes, padded. And yes. Hospitals it, it, getting money, and and, it,
4: and it's not just it's not just from what I hear. It's, it's more it's, than it, just that. It's it's, it's 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 because of it's first party people that I've spoken to customers that have had to go to court have mm-hmm. death certificates changed correct because it's not what they died from right like it's literally that prevalent where yes. it's 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 common you know it's not it's not a it's not a conspiracy this is just what happened well
0: no I, i'm not saying is because consp- all i'm saying is say someone has pneumonia and they've 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 got you know irritable bowel syndrome or, or whatever and and they get covid and covid gets them really really sick and yeah. then the pneumonia gets worse and they did yeah, die. yeah. It, do you say it was pneumonia or do you say co- or or you say whatever gives you five thousand dollars
2: yeah that's what the, i'm talking about the it's flu like or bronchitis you know, it or could anything. have been it <laughs> could have been the
4: flu it could have been bronchitis it could have been you know a we bite be? from a tick it could have been anything you know, and but the fact that they were compromised—that one straw on their back—is what broke it. And it, it, to say that they should be compensated for that straw is just ridiculous. You know, um, it's just—I mean, let's let's face it: the hospitals were never clogged. Correct. And I know that not because I was there; it's because I <laughs> it's because I talked to the people. who, on a daily basis who work there. You know, these are the people that come in for their stress release, smoking cigars. You know, this is, you know, it's on a a daily basis and we grew so much over the last year of Mm -hmm. new people, smoking cigars, new people smoking pipe, you know, and it's just, it's, it's just painfully obvious from my perspective. Uh, But, and to see the CDC back it up is clarification in my book. They're
3: constantly moving the goalposts.
4: Yeah. And what goalposts?
3: Con- in other words, whether you whether you listen to Fauci, you listen to the CDC, they're mm-hmm. constantly changing things to adapt to the current reality. they now, that,
4: that in of itself I will defend a little bit as far as, like, Fauci and stuff. Uh, so whenever you're dealing with science and you're dealing with a pandemic – Um, like a flu or like anything else that spreads through a habitat, uh, it'll have peaks and it'll have lows. And based on those peaks and lows is how you operate against it. And that's why like Fauci changed his mind a bunch of times is based on the data that he was dealt with. And I agree with that. I agree with the fact that you have to change things based on the data you're given and, 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 It'll give you, you know, well, yeah, it'll just things are the way they are. Science changes based on what's going on. Things get worse, things get better, things get worse, things get better. It's, it's, uh, and now we're on the low end of it, thank
0: God. Yeah, but now we have Delta.
3: Which, okay, all right, which, which, now we have the Delta, which 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 might be very well. Again, this is just me and I'm not. This is just my theory. That's is evolution. that that could very well be, the, side effect from the jab.
0: What is the jab? The, the jab is a, the vaccine.
3: Oh, the vaccine. Oh, oh okay. they call instead it the jab. Of,
0: instead of letting. But, so in other
3: words, that the people are okay, still getting so, COVID who've had the jab. So naturally, the people are getting going to get. And we a, haven't se- a, we haven't a, seen, a, when we, when haven't a, seen a, we haven't seen, the the fallout from this.
0: From from the. From, yeah, the vaccine. from the vaccine and I think
3: we're going to start seeing it this fall.
4: Okay. I don't I don't think it uh I don't think the vaccine really matters in that part in that part. Um <laughs> uh, because anything especially a virus uh when you're dealing with when you're dealing with <laughs> 7 billion people, okay? Um, when something is when something reproduces, it's never a 100% reproduction. We know this because we have Down syndrome, we have uh, Asperger's, we have all these different things that pop up and it's no different for uh, for a virus. It mutates ever so slightly and whatever works will spread rampantly, especially if it's a highly mutatable disease. And that's what the delta is. The delta is a variant that is um, you know, uh, spreading. Because it's it it was easy to spread. That's how it mutated. So now it's easier to spread, uh, and I don't think that I think that's I think that's very. It's not anything surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that the uh, the vaccine is is uh, uh, very diligent against it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I feel like people are saying some people. Some very prominent scientists that I know are, are saying that masks are still a viable solution for something like that. I disagree. I think when it comes down to it, the only real option for a community is to stay at home. Uh... Because that's how. If you're not interacting, you're killing the the transmission. You're it's just
0: because you're an introvert and you want everybody <laughs> no. I else. Mean, yes don't feel like a true
2: introvert. It, it, it's
4: if you're not interacting with someone, there's no way they're going to get it. It's just that's you can't that's develop just, antibodies just, for it it's, either. It's, yes, that that is also true. But the uh, that's why I think staying home Did and playing Call of Duty topic? is the
0: best thing we can do. It's amazing, <laughs> it's amazing we when we slide right into that. But in the end of the at the end of the day, for
4: your point and and for my point you either shut things down or you let things go no more but wearing masks is absolutely ridiculous
0: okay we're ending that conversation. <laughs> all right all you people want that we'll, we'll we'll create some kind of special you know pay pay-per-view content <laughs> you want to have more conversation along this line um, would you rather we're going to do a all would right, you we'll, rather we'll, question would you okay. rather? Which again gets back to the whole summer thing. Very <laughs> happiness. We're very yeah, happy. Very relaxed yeah, yeah, now. Okay. So, here we go. Oh, where's where's that I rabbit thinking, hole? Like, oh my god. Yeah. Here's a question. And I guess I'll start with Dave. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, All right, I, All right let's get it over to, with, yeah, right? You Locked. Exactly. Locked. You just want to get it out of the way. Would you rather Never be able to grill again. I can't grill now, so. (laughs) Or only be able to cook over an open fire.
4: Never grill or only be able to cook over an open fire. Yeah, I would only be able to cook over an open fire. Hell yeah. Give it to me. All over. Oh, yeah. You don't have open any way fire. to do that at your place. Right I doesn't your... ma- well. If that was my only option, then yeah. mm-hmm. I would get there. Yeah. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Paul,
3: open fire. Open fire. Yes. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Preach on. Love it. Talia. Don't do open of it. Open fire all day. I have and no the... more oven. Yes. No more
0: microwave.
3: Yes. You, microwave. You don't... You your, I don't even you own you
2: a microwave. You don't even lambs. own a microwave.
3: Please. <gasps> <laughs> you and your lambs.
2: Yeah. Lamb. The only thing you would just need to make sure that you can have a a big pot of boiling water for pasta. That's all. As long as you can have a pasta yeah, pot right. over there, can that over fire. I, you can cook that. Oh over yeah, fire. that's what I'm saying. As long as yeah. you have, as long as you have yeah. access to have a pasta pot mm-hmm. over there, open fire all day.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. if I had to choose, it'd be open fire. Mm-hmm. All four of us are nope. in agreement yep. that way. Yep. Oh yeah. And no a couple a couple of years ago, we had a big ice storm that came through in March. Remember this? And I do. Power was out for like a week. Because that was not a couple, that Nash, was like five or six, that was like eight years grid ago. It was like, oh, yeah. you know, now my house being 250 years old, you know, one of the fireplaces was where the kitchen used to be in the house. And so it was the big, huge, so we cooked in the fireplace for the 10 days or whatever it was until power came back on. What was this again?
2: That was a while ago. It was a, It was a few years ago. Oh, mm, big, big, big huge ice storm the, in like March. It must have been oh. like eight, nine years ago. No, I remember I I remember. Yes, because yes, I, I was th- living yes.
3: I remember the ice storm of 08.
0: No, I, I was in I was in the I was in my current house and I okay. and um I moved in uh twenty twelve to this location, so it had to be after that. Okay. I don't think it was that long ago. we right. were out of power for about a week. Okay. Week and a half. And um, um, at first, it was like the girls were like, oh, it's Little House on the Prairie. Oh, this is great. <laughs> and three days into it, they were like, oh, my God, can we please <laughs> not have something cooked over the fire anymore? But I, I was please, loving Please, that's the best food. Cast iron, cast iron stuff, put it mm-hmm. right on the, it was great. I oh, loved yeah. it. I could totally do that. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. all day. Totally do that. Mm-hmm. And Well, there you go. Well, that was a lot quicker than I thought it was going to be. But, <laughs> it's an easy but it was one. Good. That was, was an easy one. Apparently was. Apparently was. All right. Uh, next Monday on the 19th on uh, NJBS, we're going to be capping our celebration of 724 Month with Kurt Kendall, oh, the man the himself. The beard. The bearded one. The who gnome. will be just back from the 2021 pca trade show in vegas kendra the potion master is also going to be here what? we're going to be smoking something 724 and uh, we're not exactly sure what it is yet because kurt's bringing it and he hasn't said even though i texted him today and asked you know. What, what are we, he didn't didn't respond, but he's at the <laughs> trade show so he's got an excuse all right but and you remember this Paul yes the last time he was on the show he said the next time I'm on I'll smoke a pipe
3: yep, we're gonna keep him to it
0: we're gonna hold him to it so we're keep him to it next week
3: they'll get now Kurt
0: we are going to and but we're gonna make it easy we're gonna smoke something really good mm-hmm. we're going to smoke esoterica Dorchester oh that's horrible
4: <laughs> I'm lying totally lying
0: you're totally lying Dave. and uh, that is a fantastic tobacco i think it's going to be right up kurt's alley we'll see if i am on par with that or not next week but uh we're going to watch kurt smoke a pipe and that's something no one has ever seen before ever (laughs) so you're going to want to make sure you're here with us next week monday night eight o'clock facebook youtube whatever your choice is watch it live because history will be made next monday night when we smoke something new from 724 and you see kurt smoke a smoke a pipe and is he going to like it i don't know but that's history man that's like jesus (laughs) be here next monday eight o'clock until then it's not just blowing smoke. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke thanks for listening everybody and that is not just blowing smoke
1: Rolling with the top down on a